All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ podcast. Thank you for letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope you enjoy. I hate you. <laughs> I am past you together, right? Well, I want to talk about it real quick because uh, Universal couldn't give us gatefolds, but Concert Live yeah. gave us gatefolds. We couldn't get a gatefold on Millennium. I thought that was funny too. But yeah. it doesn't it doesn't have printed inner dust sleeves, so there's still some geeks who are annoyed. <laughs> and at least these ones all come pre dinged, right? Cover- I got one good one. The rest of them had issues. Well you got it was, the, it was the one in the middle. It was the one in the middle that survived. What but, uh, a bunch! Can't wait to be disappointed with Mike. <laughs> yeah, what a bunch of buttheads those uh, that company is. You know, where's mine? I want mine. I have I have issues. Okay, so thank you, Nigel, uh, for that brief update. So as anyone has probably noticed, people are getting their copies of, what is it, the Concert Live Download Festival 2008 double vinyl. Um, Uncle Gene, if it's not legitimate, go after them because uh, they're really screwing it up as well, and we're all pissed that we're not getting good copies. Gene's still waiting on his, as he said. Someone said that Gene uh, is owed a copy or two, and he's still waiting on his to be delivered. Yeah, well, I I hope they package his better, but... Who knows? All right, so let's... That's an email I want to see. Yeah, that would be an interesting one. All right, let's jump into the show. Welcome to episode 35 of the KISS FAQ podcast. Uh, Today is the end. The topic today is about how and when we would like KISS to end it, whether they already should have or not, and what we think each of the members of the band will do after KISS does eventually call it a day because inevitably um, it's unlikely that Gene's going to want to be getting up on stage as an 85-year-old demon, um, or any of them for that matter. Time catches up with everyone, and uh, you know we, we see some bands do it better than others and maybe bow out elegantly. It's too late for that, fortunately for Kiss, because they've never been about elegance. So, you know, let's get straight into this with that part of the question, I guess. Um, Actually, why don't I introduce you guys? You know, joining me today is Ken, 69th Blizzard. Welcome back, Ken. Thank you. Uh, there's some guy in a St. Louis hat. Um, <laughs> Lonnie. Julian's a little bitter today after he lost two out of three. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nigel, welcome back. Nosferatu, 1974. It's been a while since you've been on, so great that you could join us and also show off your new toy. I'm glad that you haven't hung up and gone to go play it to see how badly the needle jumps around the vinyl from compressing all that shit onto two platters. I did did actually sample it out, and uh, it's definitely MP3 sourced. And uh, Mm -hmm. in between each track, because if if you remember, they had the... uh, um, On the concert lives, they have the little skip. Not the skip, but the silence in between each track. And... uh, the vinyl has it too, so in between each track Jesus. you hear a, a oh, skip, you know. A, but it looks cool, so it's all right. It looks cool, and as Kiss fans, we're more in, you know, more concerned with how it looks and the actual quality. But the, I remember when they were doing those concert live CDs in 2008. I was like, oh, "You got to be freaking kidding me that these are MP3s," you know, because obviously the 2004 instant lives were fantastic. So, also better performances, better sets, and better Sonics and everything. So, but whatever. It's a cool vinyl release for people who care about that sort of shit. So, let's get back to the topic. Um, the end. And I guess let's start with when, if you think they have, should they have ended 
kiss. You know, that's um, you know, that's kind of the uh, the trick question, Ken. When should it? Well, if you know, only if you if if you believe it. So um, you could say I don't believe it at all. They shouldn't. They they shouldn't have already ended it. You know, that's a that's a possible out. Well, you know, being a big Kiss fan, I never want them to end, really, right? Um, but I thought they were going to end, and maybe some people thought they were going to end on the farewell tour, um, and maybe they they should have. I, I I don't know, but you know what? We wouldn't have gotten some uh, more great things from them. You know, um, I guess you know it's up to people's you know they believe but sonic boom monster we wouldn't we wouldn't have had those two albums i mean we have some good songs off of those so I'm, I'm i'm happy for the new music and for me it's mostly about the music anyway um and seeing them live too uh, continuing on from the farewell tour is great you know they put in some great shows since then so should they have ended i w- i'm gonna say no uh, but it doesn't mean that I think they should be ending soon, which maybe we'll get to. Uh, but uh, I'll just say no. <laughs> yeah, I like to throw that question out there. Nigel, what say you? Um, well, you know, the obvious answer would be 2000 was when it ended. Uh, but the, they picked up, they got back on track about 2009. You know, I was a big fan. I was really getting into the band uh, around 2000, 2001. And it was just an awkward time to be a fan. You know, you had Peter, then you had Tommy, then you had Ace, then you had Eric. It was all this back and forth. They weren't putting anything really new out. They were doing a bunch of greatest hits tours, kind of here and there, sporadically. Um, I'm in it till the end, honestly. They can go for as long as they want, and I'll be interested. Um, I honestly... The first time I really thought maybe this is the end was the decline of Paul's voice. That, to me, signifies uh, definitely there's something that you're losing there. Because without Gene and Paul, that's the uh, basis of the whole thing. And uh, so as far as I'm concerned, they can go on forever. I'm fine with it. And I'll always be interested in what they do. But if, if they called it quits in the next couple of years, I wouldn't be upset. No, I mean, you do reach the sell-by date of any product, ultimately. And I guess I'm kind of with you on Gene and Paul are the deal-breakers for me. They're kind of irreplaceable just because, you know, they've already replaced Peter and Ace. So, you know, I can't call that the deal-breaker now and still be sitting here doing a KISS podcast. So, or running a KISS board. So, um, I, I would be very uncomfortable with particularly Paul being replaced because I've never seen a decent Paul, and I, I mean that with all due respect to all the tribute band guys who go out there and put on the makeup and put on the show and perform. You guys do a stellar job, but I haven't seen a convincing Paul Stanley analog yet, whereas we see guys like Spyro, or Spiro, pardon me, um, who does a fantastic gene. Um, you see some of the tribute band jeans who come pretty darn close as well. And who is it on Facebook who does a great unmask? Uh, Michael Zimmons, I think his name is. Fantastic um, out of makeup. I mean, 
I think another chap, Gil, who um, does Paul Stanley in a similar style, d- just doesn't quite have it, you know, in look. Was that the lullaby guy? Lullaby guy, Paul Stanley? I don't think so. I, Did I'm you not... see that video? No. He actually, he did... oh, okay. He was singing to his kid. He was singing forever. He sounded really good. I don't think he looked like him. I think I'm getting those mixed up, but. Yeah, it's 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 the look. So, um, should they have? I end- don't think Gene. I don't think Gene would ever go on without Paul, though. I mean, if they replace Paul, I think that's when Gene would call it a day. Because I think they're in it. They're in it together, as far as that goes. Yeah, and I I somewhat agree with you on that. Should they have ended it already? Um, I'll I'll stick with kind of the party line of two thousand and one would have been kind of an ideal part with the farewell tour but you know I, I kind of bought into this is the farewell and they changed it but you know what it's been everyone's prerogative to change their mind whether they're in a band whether they're deciding what they're eating for dinner it's no different whatsoever it's a personal decision so I, I really couldn't care less I wasn't bothered when you know Eric took over Peter's makeup particularly or or Tommy did aces so yeah, 2001 would have been a nice part, but then we would have had a reunion five years later anyway in some format, so <laughs> whatever. Lonnie, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I really bought in on the whole farewell tour deal and, you know, saw him a couple times on that tour. And when I saw him um, in August of 2000, I really, truly believed it would be the last time I saw him. And that show was great, and it had its... But I mean, they they weren't as good as they were the last time I that I'd seen them on the like say the reunion tour. They you could tell that they had lost a little bit of something, and maybe it's because the band obviously obviously was not getting along. They weren't on good terms with the four of them at the time, obviously. But you know, I really I thought that the band might have been coming to an end around the time that Sonic Boom came out. That you could really start to see the decline in Paul's voice, especially at the live performances around that time. And I thought, you know what, this the end could really be could be near. And after they toured in 2010, they did that shed tour in 2010, and then they announced that, you know, we're going to go back in the studio and do another album. I was I was really surprised that they were going to go back and and do it again. And you know, obviously, another album means another, you know for a minimum of a year worth of tours to follow. And obviously that's, that's what it's been. And they've kind of been on the same cycle for the last few years of North America, one year, Europe, the next, and, you know, back and forth. So I really thought that the end, I mean, I was, I thought it twice. I thought the end was, was coming in the farewell. Cause I really bought into that. I know a guy even has like a tattoo of like the farewell tour, like logo on his forearm. And it says, you know, Legends Never Die, 1973 to 2000. Well, he really bought in. <laughs> <laughs> Going to have to get some uh, cover-up work you know, done you there, maybe. have to get two, uh, two numbers erased off that tattoo. Right. I, I guess, you know, eventually he can get, <laughs> get it touched up whenever they do decide to call it a day. But, you know, I, I mean, I, I guess I thought it twice that they were going to end it twice. I thought after 2000 and then, you know, after... Japan and Australia in early 2001. I really, they didn't do anything for a while. And I really thought, you know, it was just kind of, instead of coming to a triumphant end, it was just going to slowly just, just die almost because they didn't do anything for, for a while. And then after, after 09, I really thought that, you know, they're going to tour for Sonic Boom. And then, you know what, they made one final album and they're going to call it a day. 
you know, but here we are, it's 2015, and rumors are they're going to tour North America next year, so. Yeah. I think it's in their blood. I, I think they've been doing it for so long, and I, I don't want to say that they wouldn't know what to do without KISS, but I think it's just such a part of them that they don't want to give it up. Because Paul Stanley, you know, in his mind, I think he still thinks he's 25 years old. So, you know, it's like, why give up the thing that I worked so hard to create and that I've created this legacy on, you know? I I think they're going to go till something happens uh, medically. I think there might be an issue. Even with Gene, I mean, Gene doesn't really talk too much about his health issues, but he just posts a picture of some sort of cataract surgery he just had done. And uh, I remember when we were on the cruise show, I think it was uh, the 2012 show, Gene had to sit down towards the end of the set. I got a couple pictures of him sitting down on the speaker cabinet in mm-hmm. the back, and a uh, roadie came out and gave him some water, and he patted his face and stuff, and he just sat there and chilled out for a few minutes. And, you know, they were going to be 70 pretty soon, so... Yeah, that, that's the scariest part when, you know, I look back to when I became a fan and, you know, didn't really consider their age. I mean, Paul Stanley just felt like that older brother, kind of. But now, you look at the age and it's like, Paul, you know, you're not 25 anymore. And bless him for still getting up on stage and Gene, for that matter. And even Eric now, and, and Tommy, I mean, obviously is the youngest. You know, time is catching up with every single person. Um, so let's get into how and when would we like Kiss to end it. And Lonnie, got to go with well, you first. All right. Since I went last, I will go first. Um, I would like to see them, you know... I, I don't think they can play, and maybe you guys will disagree with me, but I don't know if they can go out and tour North America or Europe, for that matter, and play the farewell tour card again. You know, I don't, I don't think, you know, they've already played that card. And they still get ridiculed for playing that card. Um, granted, my brother saw Ozzy on the farewell tour in 1992, and Ozzy's still out there touring. But the who? Is, when did the who do their farewell tour? Like 1982? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Kiss still gets criticized for it, I think, more than, like, The Who or Ozzy does. I think I think Kiss is just always has been, you know, the butt of, of, of being criticized, you know, they, in, in an easy target, I guess you could say. So I don't think with that in mind that they can go out and, and play that card again and say, you know, this, this is really, at this time, 16 or 17 or whatever years after they've already played that card. I don't, I don't. You know, the public isn't going to buy into it. You know, you're not going to go out on farewell too or something like that. So what I would like to see them do is, you know, there's rumors of them touring next summer. So do that. Tour North America one more time really big. And then just announce a series of dates in New York at Madison Square Garden or one date at... Um, it's Citibank Field with the Mets play or something like that or Yankee Stadium or something and say this is it we're calling it a day and if they're you know maybe, maybe if they did we're, we're doing it a day maybe they couldn't do like one date at, at City Field or something maybe they'd still have to do a couple dates at City Field kind of like Motley Crue is doing a couple dates at you know on New Year's Eve and say you know, and be a pilgrimage from all over the world of people to come see them on their final show. Just, like, final show or final series of shows. Two, three shows, whatever. And, you know, 
people have said that, well, well, if they ever did end it, maybe they should get like every past member up on stage to do something with them. Um, and that sounds great, but I don't ever see that happening again. And, you know, I could sit here and say, too, I'd, I'd like for them to do, you know, a series of shows or a show with Ace and Peter before they call it a day. And you know what? If they didn't play with Ace and Peter at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they will never play again with Ace and Peter. That was the one last, in my opinion, that was the one last time to play that card. And Gina Paul wanted nothing to do with that idea. So, well, it seemed like Gene was open to it. Ace, there was a whole lot of mystery going on. There was a little back and forth when it first started, yeah. Because Ace was like, yeah, we're going to play. And he went on Eddie Trunk's show. And he said, come see me, we're going to play. And then he went back on, and, uh, like a week later, and said, don't expect us to play. But then Gene oh. said he was open to the idea of playing. I tell you, and the then, balls shots. Yeah. <laughs> so it was such a back and forth. I mean, that was a real interesting time. It wasn't necessarily oh, yeah. the most positive news, but uh, every day there was something new coming out. Yes, no, maybe. Yeah, I think that tells you who calls the shots at the end of the day of what they're what they're going to and what they're not going to do. It just would help, you know, in all of this that they would talk to one another and be on the same page because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was a total clusterfuck. So, oh, Gene and stuff? Paul, that's on you. You know, that's not on Ace and Peter at all because, you know, you can understand them wanting to play. And not, to, not to dwell on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but remember when they, it was announced that they were getting in? Paul tweeted out, like, just got off the phone with Peter Chris. You know, whatever bad blood was there before or something, you know, but all is good. And it really kind of, even Paul kind of alluded to the fact that, well, well, maybe maybe they are on good terms or maybe something good could come of this. And, you know, obviously we know the end, end result. Something I good, don't think so, the something good autobiographies did. Uh, is what killed that. I yeah, think I Peter's think that's sword and whatever was, was still out there. Yeah. Right. They, they didn't want to. They didn't want to put on the makeup, or they didn't want to let Ace and Peter put their makeup back on. I think that was a big deal for Paul. And um, I think it was a big deal for Ace, too, that he didn't want to get up on stage, even, like, out of makeup, with, like, the current band in makeup, and get up on stage yeah. with a guy with, with, his, with well, his makeup on. And I respect the, that from him. You know, like, I'm not going to do that. That was the other thing. and I mean, Paul wanted all the past members or maybe most of them, uh, included in the uh, induction. So, Yeah, with one or two exceptions, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can think right. of one or two. Hmm. Let's see. Okay. All right. So, so, Ken, what do you think? Okay, well, I've kind of thought about this in, in the past, and uh, there's two scenarios that I could see or I'd like to see happen. One would be, Go out with a bang, one, one concert, a free concert. <laughs> I, know, I know that's in my. I mean, I mean, come on now, but a free concert, uh, a la you know Simon Garfunkel, Central Park kind of thing. Um, I would just love to see them do that, or not free concert, but you pay to it and they give all of it to whatever. Donation, what Wooded Warriors, say, yeah. right? Wooded Warriors or whatever I mean, charity, right? Um, that would look good on them, um, and a free concert. Maybe you get televised, set possibly, or on HBO, or who knows what. So I would say go out with a bank, big bang, 
if they can get past members to join them on stage for a couple songs, not the whole set maybe, uh, that'd be kind of cool. Maybe at the end, rock and roll all night, whatever. Um, that's that's one scenario for me. The other scenario is which has been talked about is this, this Kiss 2.0 thing. Mm. And where, uh, you know, they talk about having a show, TV show, you know, like American Idol or whatever, uh, to choose new members. And uh, maybe they could do that. Maybe no one would watch the show. I, I don't know. But maybe they could do some kind of auditions. And uh, they could then go out with a bang in a different way where they start half the show or a show. They're on makeup. They're in makeup. And this is it. They switch out. Gene goes off. The new gene comes on, <laughs> or the new demon comes on. You know, maybe we should talk in that term, and so on. Paul Stanley goes off. The new guy comes on. These are all new guys come on, and uh, you know, I don't know. Never if that's gonna, yeah, I was just, I was going to say that. Yeah, evil, evil kiss will be coming on the stage. Um, you want it for the real kiss? Yeah, real kiss. So I don't know. Uh, I, you know. I think they're going to do that kind of thing, or they might try to do 2.0. But I don't know. I don't think I don't think they'll do it in that way. But I, I think my first example of a, a big bang, one kind of one-off show, would be would be it. Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. And I, I mean, the Devro kind of thing of you know, imagine there's God of Thunder. You hoist Gene up into the truss, and up there appears his replacement. You know, so Gene, yeah. So there, there's Gene. <laughs> You know, Paul flies on his zip line and poof, he's gone. You know, and then... Paul flies. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like the tag team from hell kind of concept. But you know, that that was going to be what I mentioned, Ken. The the Kiss 2.0 kind of concept that if they say that Kiss can go on indefinitely without them, then they need to do a turnover of the the mantle or, or whatever phrase you want to turn for that. Um, and take it out on the road. So, do Paul and Gene go out on the road with them in a 2.0? I, I think more interesting in that is the television concept, if they could get anyone to bite, because these reality shows and in excess and rock star and all, all that crap has been done to death, so they really need to kind of come up with a new format for that genre of show. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's almost like uh, Ultimate Fighter, because you got to have these Gene Simmons and Paul Stanleys killing each other to be the Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, or I'm sorry, to be the Star Child and Demon. Thank it's you. nothing to do with those guys because it's all about the character, right? And yes. you know, for that matter, we don't know about Eric and Tommy's status. You know, are are they up, or would that simply be for Kiss 2.0? Point one, you know, for her later series, you know, you're because it would take the focus away from Gene and Paul, and would they want that focus taken away by Ace and Peter's makeup once again? So, yeah. Eric was well, at the Indy Expo. Said, go ahead. Yeah, Eric said Eric was at the Indy Expo, and somebody asked him about that, and he said, he you said would. that you know, I told Gene and Paul that when you guys go, I go. I'm out when you're out. That I'm. He's not going to continue on without without Ace, without Gene and Paul, and I kind of see this. Maybe I see the same thing for Tommy. I don't know. It'd be kind of awkward for Tommy to go out there with the old guys. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, for Eric, I, I, I don't think he's got any worries about what he'll do in the future. Um, I mean, he's still a damn good drummer. 
no matter what, he's a good drummer. You know, Tommy's still a decent guitarist, but I, I see him more on the business side. You know, he always strikes me more of like the J.J. French school, you know, a future manager of uh, other bands or keeper for continuing keeper of the archives. So I don't think they need to be in, in the picture. Nigel, you were going to say something. You were going to chime in. I was going to say, I could see him managing Kiss 2.0. Yeah. Tommy? Tommy along with Doc. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. Um, as far as how... I would like it to end. I mean, we can talk about Kiss 2.0, and I, you know, I would check it out, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider that the continuation of the Kiss that we know. Well, to me, you know, once Gene and Paul are done, it's it's something else. It's something else entirely because they've been there since seventy, you know, whenever they met, nineteen seventy. Um, I think the best last Kiss show has already happened, and that was Unplugged. I don't think you could ever top that. And at this point, the egos are so are, are so all over the place. I don't think you could ever get anything that natural. Okay, looks that natural ever again. Um, as far as what I'd like a last show to be, um, like Ken said, just as many as many people as you can get from the past. Um, I wouldn't even care if it was in makeup because it's about the music for me. They could just get up there and play whatever songs they wanted. They don't have to play the hits. Um, like I said, a free show would be cool. That's uh, all they or, play is oh, the hits. Or, free show and they don't have to play the hits. Then Kiss won't be there. <laughs> that will be Kiss 2. Yeah, 2.0 will have to cover for that for that show. But, um, you know, I would want something that would celebrate all 42, 43, 50, whatever it is at that point, 50 years of the band. And if you can get as many people from their history to show up, um, that would be cool. And I really don't care where it would be. New York would be cool, even if they did something in uh, a small club to recreate, you know, the Daisy or the Coventry or what have you, or even in New York City somewhere outside in front of the Empire State Building, something super iconic. Um, but honestly, I'm pretty open to to a last show uh I'm not too particular, but if I had to have one request, it would be try to bring as many people from the past back. Yeah, you know, that that would be a great sentiment. I just don't see it happening because obviously, you know, there, there's issues. Number one, Eric and Mark are no longer around. Um, and for Eric particularly, he was such a critical part of the story for so long. Vinny is persona non grata no matter what, I think. Um there's nothing he could do to get back in their good graces other than stay away. Or... So basically Bruce, Bruce is what I'm saying. Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, I think Bruce should be honored, you know, He'd been a team player for all the years he was in and out of the band. So I wouldn't have a problem with that. However, ending it, I think needs to be more strategically considered and maybe they need to go into the Iron Maiden book of souls. Hey, no, in, in, into the book that kind of Iron Maiden does with how they tour nowadays is they fly into just the major markets. They're not doing any of these shed jumping tours. Um, it's big markets or nothing to really take the, uh, I guess, the strain of touring off the aging bones. So a farewell and the final gigs, I don't see there being any one particular final gig. I don't think that would be fair um, in, in many cases to say this is the last one. So... Kind of my suggestion for ending it is a series of historic location shows. 
each one combined with instant DVDs. So a day or two later, they're available on iTunes and for purchase. Um, you know, we can't so, even get Kiss, Kissology Four. I I have no no hopes. Yeah, really okay, so th th this would not involve Kiss actually doing it. It would be getting a company that could deliver in a timely manner. But you know, we've done the instant live CDs, and we started off the show, you know, talking about one of those kind of products. Well, why doesn't Kiss? kick it up to the next level and actually do something different for a change and go instant live DV for the final kisses. You know, unfortunately, I've already blown that freaking title, um, you know, in, in, in the last kiss, so they can't use that again. But the sentiment's still there. You know, a final kiss in New York. It's their home. They got to do it. They have to do one in the Detroit area if there's anyone left in Detroit, you know, who has a job and can afford to go or, you know, whatever. They've got to do one on the West Coast. You know, they got to hit the Midwest just because it's just so important to history. So, you know, they got to do Australia for a farewell. Um, I would say do England, but who am I kidding? Um, you know, Germany, you know, Scandinavia, Japan. So your major markets. Um, you know, just a series of maybe 10 shows, pick your 10 most popular countries, pick the venues where you think you might be actually able to fill them. And I don't know what Detroit's got these days for, is Tiger, they wrote Tiger Stadium down, didn't they? They got Comerica Park with Tiger's plan. Yeah, so they've, they've got big capacity, obviously. Uh, Dodger Stadium's still around. Cursing. What about a Kiss concert at Disneyland or Disney World? How cool would that be? Well, they're like, they're already halfway like, there with the car, with the cruise, the Disney cruises. You know, you got the Kiss cruise. <laughs> What's the difference, really? You still got Goofy. I mean, if they're going a hundred percent family friendly entertainment, that'd just be the next step after Scooby Doo. I, I I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that that's that's kind of my how how they they should end is. Have, I, have we missed anyone? Ken, do we miss you? No. Oh. You, went around, you went around the park. Oh, I did? Okay. Where I did Central Park and so on. Yeah, I, I better have another sip of beer. Then. Free show, you know. Free. <laughs> so would, 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 uh, would uh, Simon and Garfunkel open for Kiss? Is that, is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah, Central, Park? Central Park? Central <laughs> Park, there'd be like 10 people standing in a corner. Tommy Thayer sucks. <laughs> like, oh, Ace could be there too. You never know. Yeah, that, and I think that's the biggest downside is that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame did show that there's very un, unlikely to ever have the four right. original guys performing again. But you know, if you look at how Paul sounds and how they're starting to kind of uh, the gears are getting stuck a little bit, I, I think it's probably not a bad thing. And you don't want to be remembered that way of four creaky old men. Yeah, and that's one thing that they had said, like, after Ace and Peter had departed and they brought in Eric and Tommy, said, well, you know, that they wanted musicians at the top of their game, kind of took little stabs at Ace and Peter, especially during the farewell tour, that they weren't playing up to their ability. And, you know, they were able to say that, like, in 03, 04, when Paul's voice was still, was still legit and still good. They don't say things like that anymore you know, considering where Paul's vocals are now. And, you know, you, you could put Paul's vocals in the same, I, mean, I love Paul, but you could put Paul's vocals in the same category where Peter's drumming was by, by 2000 or 2003 on that Aerosmith tour. And 
you know, it's just, it's just sad. And that's, you know, one of the things that makes, makes you wish that maybe, maybe they had ended it before because you don't want to see them tarnish their legacy or, you know, but at the same time, like Julian said, they're kids. They don't care about, about tarnishing anything, but you know, it's just, it's just something that I thought about and I was thinking about for the show this week that, that they had mentioned things like that and kind of ripped Ace and Peter for their declining abilities well, here we are now in 2015, and well, you have a declining ability of your own. So, yeah, and, and you damn, know, you know, bless Gene Ace. Still he, sounds good. Yeah, Gene sounds great. Oh, he does. There's no doubt. Yeah. You know, and Ace has been able to lob some uh, verbal hand grenades back at Paul. You know, and and while Paul's always been my favorite member of the band, I was kind of like, well, there's a little bit of karma for you, Paul, because you've been bashing on him for years. Um, and I'm certainly not going to be an Ace fanboy and defend his behavior. Um, and, and a lot of what we've heard about his his nature, but you know, calling him a drug addict in all these years that he's been sober, yeah, he was. He had issues, but he's been working hard at sobriety. That's why I loved his speech in the Hall of Fame. You know, where he kind of lobbed that sideways, you know, comment about addiction, which was, diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. you know, it, it it was a great thing. So you know, again, any further reunions are dead, and you know. Come on, kiss, surprise me if you want to. I think Gene and Paul have always been bitter towards Ace since 82. I think they tried so hard to keep him in the band. And uh, when he, and like I said, they didn't fire him, he quit. You know, you, you got to be fair to Ace. He was never fired. He quit both times. And um, Paul tried to get him to stay. Gene tried to get him to stay. I think ever since then, both of them have been trying to show how ace isn't needed ace oh you know ace wasn't ace isn't needed because we have tommy or we have so-and-so ace and did i nothing. think yeah ace did nothing i think i think they've been uh butthurt since 82 honestly and i feel like that <laughs> that, that's like a logo for a t-shirt for the kiss army kiss army butthurt since 1982 yeah <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, Ace didn't, you know, you say Ace quit the band. You know, it was, what was that actress who divorced recently or filed for divorce and said that she was having going to have an amicable separation of our lifestyles or something stupid? Because it took him until 1984 to actually get out of the band. You know, it didn't occur until then. So it took two years of Ace time to actually get out of the band. But, you know, here we and are. You know they could blame Ace. I mean, look at the revolving door of a guitarist after Ace left. It was just a nightmare for them. 82, 83, 84, until they got Bruce. It was a nightmare dealing with the lead guitarist. And they probably hold resentment towards Ace because of that, too. Look what happened. Ace, Ace left, and look what we have to deal with now. You know, I, I think if Ace was willing to stay, I think they would have gone through the entire 80s with him. I don't think they ever would have gotten rid of him. Unless something really bad happened. Yeah, Ace wouldn't have made it through the 80s. <laughs> I, I think that, you know. We've seen some footage. <laughs> yeah. So, Can so you imagine the Lick It Up video with Ace and Peter? Somebody should, should do a Photoshop of that. No, I can't. No, help. please don't. No. <laughs> that video is bad enough as it is. So let's, <laughs> let's get into the second part of this uh, kind of discussion. And what do you think each member is going to do? after Kiss does eventually call it a day. Um, and no one's allowed to say, be a pimp. Just mm. not allowed. Lonnie. Well, I could see Eric. Eric's a, 
you know, very talented drummer. And I, I think Eric will can, I think Eric just loves to play. And I could see him, you know, if Alice would, if Alice had an opening on drums, I could see him going back to Alice. But at the same time, how much longer is Alice going to go to? He's, you know, the same age as they are. But I could see Eric doing something like, like he's done. I think he really enjoys doing like that, those ESP gigs with Bruce and Chuck, Chuck Garrick and, um, John Karabi. I think he, I think he really thoroughly enjoys that. You know, it's, it's something that he's able to do on his own terms and, mm-hmm. um, play the songs he wants to play, play the style he, that he's very comfortable and that comes naturally to him. So I could see him doing things like that. Um, you know, the Alice thing would be great, but you know, Alice is in the same boat as Kiss. How much longer are we going to do it? Um, I agree with what you guys said about Tommy that, you know, I, I, I can see Tommy being the keeper of, of the Kiss archives. And, you know, after Kiss stops touring, you know, I'd like to see more Kiss DVDs come out. I'd like to see more Kiss DVDs come out in general. We haven't had a Kiss, a proper Kiss DVD release. Kiss Audi 3 and what? what was a that? Blu-ray. Of all the bands, it's been like yeah. since yeah. two thousand eight. Yeah, there's right? nothing I like more than Kiss Exposed to be released on Blu-ray. Thanks a lot for that suggestion. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, that's what I want to see. Yeah, or, or Kiss My Ass, and didn't they record the Rockham Ring? Wasn't that supposed to be a DVD? They was a great recording. Well, they recorded yeah. Detroit in '09. Where's that at? They said that was going to be a DVD release. So I mean, there, there's, I mean, but. I'd like to see Tommy maybe devote himself to to a pro, to to Kiss projects like that that could continue to come out, you know, on a on an annual or biannual basis, something like that. That we because I think I mean, Christ, there's still Jimi Hendrix things that surf that come out, and there's still Beatles stuff that come out, and Elvis stuff that come out. I think there will always be new Kiss products that come out. Um, yeah, I mean, look, look at all the discoveries, the Hendrix estate, for that matter. Exactly. You know, I would just like to see a new video before I need surgery for cataracts. You know, it's <laughs> really taking a little bit too long. Um, so archives are definitely going to be key, but with how the archives have kind of been handled up to this point uh, is very disappointing. And mm-hmm. Destroyer Resurrected and Love Gun Deluxe, I will just say let those be the fucking evidence of how poorly the catalog has been handled, uh, regardless of any of the legal things that we're not privy to. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Do you truly think there's this vault, or do you think that's just another fairy tale story? Do you think there's all this stuff waiting to come out after they retire or do you think that's just something they're telling us to make us happy for now i say yes and no i say that there are there is stuff out there but is there this vault and of just gobs and gobs of unreleased music and 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 video no i don't think so but you know i think there's there are things out there that that the band has and maybe that the hoarders sorry for using the word hoarders don't even have I mean, I, I think there's there's things that they've helped that that are out that are in Kiss's vault that that could still see the light of day someday. Yeah, there's gobs and gobs of stuff out there, unreleased stuff. The problem for Kiss is it's not in their hands, and there's some pissant collector who thinks he's going to retire on that seven inch reel. Sorry, it ain't going to happen. It's not worth that much. Sim- no. As simple as that. There's some very cool shit that could be um, released. Um, and the band certainly is able to throw you for a loop sometimes. I would say Gene's probably got the best stash of shit. Um, probably. I think as the years go by, too, there's going to be less and less interest 
in that stuff. Oh, they're so far past the interest level now. Yeah. The box set was a mediocre attempt at it. And if they talk about doing a box set too, you know, there's going to be a universal meh from the from yeah. the Kiss fans who will be like, I'll fucking download it. I'm not giving them any more money. You know, yeah, that, nobody buys CDs anymore anyway. That, that, so that, that ship has sailed. That. And I think I mentioned it on a show before that like the Beatles did with their 1962 radio recordings. You know, when they, they put that whole lot of like 50 um, tracks out of, what was it, last year because of copyright that will – Kiss should be doing similar. Get it out there. 99 cents per song. You can pick and choose. Put a whole, you know, again, we get into the legal side of it, which I don't want to get into. Um, but for what they can control, and they are obviously still working with Universal, they should be putting everything they can out to monetize it before it leaks out on torrent sites for free. And over the years, they've missed the boat repeatedly. The Wicked Lester album. I can't believe that hasn't come out officially at some point, in some way. Even if it was a bonus disc as part of a box set, or a bonus disc as part of something else you got for free. Um, yeah, it's complete, It's idiotic when you consider that they remastered the whole damn album for mm -hmm. 2001 and only put three tracks on the box set. The whole mm -hmm. album is now out there as a result. And they didn't want to. No less too. Well, yeah, and I'm I'm yeah. sick to death of all that vinyl shit that comes out out of Europe. <laughs> it's just it bores me to absolute tears. Purple, red, clear test pressings of bootlegs. It's just it's killed the collector's market for me. Any interest in it whatsoever? So I think that the Wicked Lester one, just because I feel like that's a release that should have existed, mm -hmm. and I thought that was kind of a cool. But there's so much stuff that comes out now. It's like I don't even. It it looks cool. But for the prices that, that they, they want for it, it's like, forget it. The prices are nuts. I mean, the, yeah. the last one I really, really had to have, and I've, I have bought a few silver CDs this year, was Horny Bitches, the 73 uh, Amityville. Ah, yes, Horny Bitches. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> stupid title. But, you know, whatever. I guess Peter says that during the show. All right, Ken, what do you think uh, the members of KISS should do? And if I've skipped any of your members, yeah, I can jump back in later. So, Ken. All right, well, what do they do? This may be a few years from now, or I don't know. We don't know. Nope, we Nigel quit the do. show. He's the best you've gone to. Let's <laughs> turn the lights on. So, uh, let's go one by one. Gene Simmons. Sorry, I look like uh, Michael Myers there. <laughs> no, I don't uh, All right, firstly, Gene Simmons, uh, after Kiss, um, maybe do... He may do some solo music, uh, possibly, you know, get into his Beatles style maybe and record a, a album's worth of uh, tunes. And I would think he also may uh, do, you know, production, uh, you know, movie kind of stuff. Maybe he's going to still try to push Kiss into cartoon shows or whatever. Um, from that standpoint, I could see him doing that sort of thing. Um, and then maybe just taking it easy. Uh, oh, the other thing is is putting it finally putting out his box his box set of all his demos and, <laughs> and so on that he's told us many times before. So that's what Gene maybe should do or will do. I don't know. Uh, Paul Stanley, um, you know, maybe just go back into you know art, um, his art, uh, painting, and so on. Um, he'll have a lot more time to do that. And I know he's doing this like soul station stuff now, and, but I don't know how much his voice is going to hold up, um, the way it is right now. And 
I can't see him doing a whole lot more singing after another few years. I, 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 I can't go well anywhere. in that certain register. And, yeah. and that's what I thought with those soul songs. They're not at the at the Kiss register right. he sings in. So I thought and, maybe that was a safe thing for him to do, where he could do his music that he enjoys as a as a kid, and also still sound somewhat decent. Right. You got a point. Good point there. Yeah, because that's true. Uh, so if he's singing songs that he's we've never heard before, we're not going to know. Yeah. You know, if he's doing it wrong, really, or you know, uh, out of tune, or a little bit high or low, or it's it's, it's going to probably work. Um, and uh, even new music, uh, but you know, the, the he can't he can't do the Kiss songs anymore. I don't think after. No, he's he's. I, I feel he's definitely market testing with uh, Soul Station. Yeah. Yeah, it could be very well. Could be. It probably is. So. Um, yeah, so he may do that a little bit of recording uh, of some, you know, different kind of music like or touring in a different manner, but no kiss. Um, then uh, Tommy Thayer, I could see him, you know, like Nigel was saying, you know, uh, managing Kiss 2.0 if there is a 2.0, and then getting managing the the marketing part of things uh, behind the scenes of getting re-releases of. CDs and rarities out and and videos, hopefully Kissology, more Kissologies and so on. Uh, and maybe he'll do you know do a solo album himself because he's never done one. Maybe he needs to do one. Um, you know, get that out of his system. Yeah, I guess they could use the 1978 Ace Frehley uh, solo art for his solo album. <laughs> oh there my gosh! Go. <laughs> Hello, FAQ four. Well, Kiss Solo Albums version 2, released the same day. Um, so, uh, then the next one, uh, let's see, uh, Eric, yeah, I can see, like Lonnie was saying, uh, Alice Cooper, if Alice Cooper's still going strong out there, um, or his other bands, uh, one-off bands like ESP he talked about, and maybe they can, him and Bruce and uh, Bob Kulik, Kulik and... and you know, Karabi or whatever, that can all get together, put some other kind of group together and, and put out some new music that way. Um, so that's where I see that head in. Probably totally wrong, but yeah, you know, and, who and, knows? They're probably going to surprise us all and we'll all be wrong. So it's Kiss, unpredictable. Lonnie? But maybe that surprise, didn't they say there's going to be a surprise next year? I don't know if Tommy's there. Yet. So maybe they are going to release the... Uh, the four solo albums again uh, with new members with the newest members. Yeah, but don't forget um, this is also counting with Kiss numbers. Don't exactly <laughs> next year could mean five yeah, years from now. Anniversary yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, Lonnie. I went. Nigel, you go. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I can't remember. I'm, I'm totally Paul, losing it. As far as Gene and Paul are concerned, I think Paul will continue to do his art. Um, he'll do. He'll produce because he loves to do that. Uh, he'll probably do the Soul Station stuff, not necessarily that all the way, but stuff in that vein. Uh, but Paul's a family guy. Uh, he's a family man. He, I think, he would spend he would do a couple one off shows, some art gallery stuff, but for the most part, probably just raise his kids. Yeah. You know, he certainly wouldn't be out of the public eye. He he would definitely keep. His, uh, himself out there as far as premieres and music shows and this, that, and the other. But um, I see him staying at home more than I see Gene. I see Gene 
as far as what I'd love to see Gene do, a tour, a solo tour, where he plays his solo album, 78th solo album, some Beatles songs, uh, you know, Lita, My Uncle's a Raft, all that stuff. I'd love to hear that. I'd love to see him play acoustic guitar, uh, just like he did on his solo album. And uh, we're going to go way crazy. I'd love to see Gene host stuff on Turner Classic Movies, horror movies, mm. documentaries on you know Lon Chaney or the history of horror, all that cool stuff that he is into. I would love to see him do that kind of stuff, like an Elvira type, you know, uh, like a Sven Gulli. He could be the host of Gene Simmons, you know, movie monster mania film series. It's a cool thought. Yeah. What yeah. What, what do they have? They have some of those like dinner and a movie type uh, shows where right. they where they have the two hosts who interrupt during commercials Good. and talk. Yeah, he would be great doing that for oh, some yeah. of the oh, yeah. because that would that would probably get me to watch some of these classic horror films that I have zero interest in because then I would love to hear Gene, who's a student of that, explain. The genre, you know, it'd be and like he wouldn't even have to research that. He could just go in there. Oh, and yeah. yeah, so Robert uh, Robert McKimson, right? 1950, 1956. <laughs> uh, Tom Snyder. Yeah. So, some of those facts, Little I think, were actually wrong. I think somebody called him out on that <laughs> later on, but uh, he was so sure of himself in that interview, you don't even question it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's a that's a really cool suggestion, Nigel. Uh, I, I would never have actually consider that. And who else? Have you hit all four? Um. Are we talking Peter and Ace? I mean, because as far as I'm concerned, they've already... I think we've seen that. Yeah, they're already on their way. Uh, I don't think there's going to be any surprises from them. Eric, um, in the same vein as uh, Lonnie said, uh, Tommy, like I said, produce, probably do you know session work with other bands. Um, I'm sure he'll never leave Doc's side. I think him and Doc will, will work on touring if it's not for kiss 2.0 it'll be for something else because tommy's like the ha- not the handyman but you know what i mean jack of all trades he'll do whatever's necessary coffee bringer is what you're trying yeah. to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah he'll go back to bringing uh doc coffee yeah uh, somehow i just don't see that happening uh <laughs> all right me gene and paul you know they can never get away from the business of kiss no matter how they try there there is no escape it is there ball and chain forever and ever um i I continue to see them doing exactly what they're doing now which is monetizing any revenue stream they possibly can whether it's rock and brews um i I see paul branching out i wouldn't be surprised and i would actually love it as much as i have no interest in watching it uh to see paul do a cooking show uh he was gonna say that yeah yeah you know if he loves You know, it, it would be interesting because there aren't really enough celebrity-type cooking shows um, where you actually go in their home and, you know, they cook their favorite meals. I mean, it would make a great Food Network concept. And Paul Stanley, you know, he, he's good in front of the camera. Um, so I, I see him doing that sort of thing. He's going to do another solo album, I'm pretty sure. Um, whether it's down in the lower register of his favorite R&B um, so that he can actually sing it. But he'll do another solo. I'm, I'm sure that his creativity does not allow him to not find a way around whatever challenges he has physically with his voice. Um, Gene is unable to stop working. He's a workaholic. I would love to see him be this generation's Johnny Cash, you know, a respected elder statesman of music, not necessarily going country. And that goes off, I think, what Nigel said. 
um, you know, him going on tour and, you know, doing some interesting type stand-up shows with his older music, not, you know, getting away from the Kiss stuff and just going completely solo for a select dates. He'd be great in Vegas, but I also thought Peter would be great doing that. You know, lounge, lounge with Peter Chris, you know, have him perform his solo album and his R&B stuff. So, one for all live. No thanks. No. <laughs> There'll be no one. For all on CD. Why would I want to hear it? <laughs> Tom Schaefer's free now. He could be there too. Didn't he help him on that album? He did. Paul Schaefer yeah, played he, some he, piano yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, he did quite a bit actually. Um, he looks like his long lost brother. With <laughs> shaved head. He really does. Tommy is Tommy's going to be business. Um, I don't see him doing guest guitar on anything because, let's be honest, people can call Ace if they want a guest guitarist. Oh! <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I just don't see Tommy's phone going off. Tommy, can you come do a guest solo? I see him doing the business. Tommy, can you come help us, you know, become a troubleshooter in music industry? You know, because he's worked with Ace. Come on. And Peter. Yeah. You know, look at the hate he got from them in the book. You know, he he's he's like the musical troubleshooter. So we get back to reality TV, where I talked about Paul and cooking shows. Well, what about Bar Rescue? You know, Band Rescue with Tommy Thayer. You know, he comes in. He's already done it. Um, and he's done it to, for the, probably one of the biggest bands in the world. So, you know, that's better than the shrinks who help Metallica. You know, get Tommy in to, <laughs> to help uh, Nickelback deal with their, their issues. It'd be very entertaining. Uh, Eric Singer will remain a jack-of-all-trades, or he'll do something completely off the wall and leave everyone scratching their heads. Alice Cooper, out of the question. Alice just won't be around. He'll have his own show on QVC where he sells watches. Yeah, yeah that's a complete possibility with Eric. You know, watch trading with Eric Singer. The hands are drumsticks, you know. <laughs> that, that's actually not bad. <laughs> um, and, and then who, 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 have, who have I forgotten? Uh, Peter? No, I'd still love Peter to do a lounge kind of tour. But he obviously has no interest, so... Ace will just keep doing what Ace is doing. He's finally, obviously, decided that um, he can make music, so... He's finally decided he can tour, too, finally. Yeah? He hasn't done... I mean... When's the last time I saw him in to on, on tour? He hasn't come anywhere near California. He's coming here in two weeks? Oh, yeah. You, here. Which one's he going to there? Pops, is it? Pops? I asked my wife if she wanted to go. She said no. So. <laughs> Was the hand up? Talk to the hand. Yeah. I said it's probably a wise decision. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Ace is like Axel. What time is he going on stage? Exactly. I took off work the next day. I guess who knows what time I'm going to get home. <laughs> yeah, but hope... the, the meet and greet or just the show? No, just the show. Last time he just the show. Last time he came here, we found out what. Me and my buddy found out what hotel he was staying at. So the moment the show was over, we got in our car and drove to the hotel and waited for him in the lobby. And we got a couple of signatures from him in the lobby that night. It was pretty sweet. So, That's cool. cool. So I could I could see us pulling something like that again. So we'll see what happens. I'll keep you guys. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, that that meet and greet's a good thing. You know, if Kiss does come on tour around here one more time, I'm going to do the meet and greet. That's. I thought about that too. Yeah, if they it's, do it. One more time. One more time. It just really feels like that last time's getting close. Uh, 
and I missed it for Vegas. I didn't do it. I regretted it. I tried to Me buy. I, I tried to buy one the day of show, and they're like, "We don't sell those here." I'm like, well, maybe you should. You know, we're going to give you twelve hundred bucks. You, you know, should be my my credit card is right here. You know, um, yeah. If Gene was in charge of that, that would have been a flawless transaction. Yeah, I don't think they would have turned you away. Yeah, the the card would have been gone, and it still would be ringing up charges. You know, Gene, let me take care of that for you. That's it. So, are we optimistic about the end, or is it is it happy, sad, bittersweet, both? Do you think it's time, and will you have any regrets when it's over? Nigel? Um, do I think it's time? Yes and no. I mean, I'm going to ride off with whatever they decide to do. If they end it tomorrow, that's fine. If they go on for another five, six years, that's fine, too. Um, I consider everything past 2001 to be extra. Uh so whenever they decide to call it quits, it's fine. I've, I've had a lot of enjoyable times. The cruises especially is something I never thought I'd get to do. Uh, and if KISS ended in 2001, 2002, that's something that never would have happened. So I'm up for whatever, honestly, because what a ride this 45 years has been. And uh, every year you think something's going to happen the next year, and it completely does a 180 so you can never tell with kiss what's going on yeah, so i'm fine with whatever happens they're unpredictable at least uh, mm-hmm. are you going cruising this year first year uh well I, I missed the first one this is the first year i have skipped it mm. uh, a lot of the people that i roomed with weren't going this year they were doing other things and just the the thought of a live didn't really excite me all that much so you didn't so, you didn't want to room with imposters or people wearing the makeup of the people you'd room with previously? <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to check with them. Maybe they know somebody that could uh, fill in. But uh, just 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 a bunch of elements that kind of made me think. Nah, I'll just I'll skip it this year. But if they do something really cool the next year, um, I'd like to do it because I think those cruises are probably going to be running out pretty soon too. I have a feeling. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. You're going to regret not going this year. Lonnie. Um, I'm sorry. It was, uh, what was the question? Oh. The, uh, <laughs> space him out here. Um, I th- I'm, I'm kind of in the boat as Nigel, is that anytime I've seen them after the farewell tour, I always considered it a bonus. And... I think every time I've seen them since then, I always went into it with the mindset of this could be the last time I see them. That, like, even when I saw them in 04 on Rock the Nation, that, you know what, they they might not tour again next year. And, you know, it was, and it was a few years before I did see them again after, after Rock the Nation. And I've continued to think that every time I've gone. And when I saw him in Vegas last year, I thought, you know what, th- this could be it. This could be the last time that I see him. They might not do another proper tour of the States, you know, and this could be it. And if they tour this next summer, you know, I'll go into that with the same attitude, that this could be the last time I get to see the band. Should they have ended it already? You know, maybe. But when, and I'm kind of kind of like what, what Nigel said, if whenever they decide to call it a day, you know, as far as the touring aspect of the band goes, I'll be okay with it. You know, do I want them to continue on? Yeah. You know, I, I enjoy being a fan. I enjoy getting on the 
KISS FAQ or, the, or KISS Online and seeing what's going on with the band on a day-to-day basis. And I think we're really lucky that our favorite band has continued to tour and continued to be active for 40 years and, and continued to give us these memories. You know, so I, I think that, you know, when they tour, hopefully they tour next year, that's the rumor anyway, I'll, I'll go into it with that attitude that this could be the last time I see him and hope my wife isn't hearing me, but, you know, I'd like to do maybe the meet and greet next time they tour because this could be, this could be it. And to be able to see them and meet them in that capacity one more time um, would be fantastic. So, you know, whenever, whenever they decide to call it a day, I think I'll be on board with the decision and I'll, I'll, I'll miss them as a band because they've been a part of my life as long as I can remember. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you. And again, you know, I had I had gone on record as saying as I planned on Vegas being my last Kiss show, but, you know, for maybe one last meet and greet, I would go to another show. I, you know, I, I've really lost kind of the interest or passion for the Kiss concert experience. I get it more through, you know, the pre-76 live recordings these days do more for me than to actually go and see them. But... You know, I, I, I'm also on record as saying that I was happy that Psycho Circus did not end up being their final, you know, recorded output as much as I am also on record as saying that the album has grown on me, uh, you know, over it's the years. It's one of my favorite. You know, it's declined on me. You, you, and, and, you know, one of those episodes where I said I actually felt it was a little bit underrated, you know, and surprised myself. So, you know, Sonic Boom and Monster have been bonuses. There's some good material on it that haven't been done the justice of a band that was fully in command of its uh, vocal abilities, really, because uh, musically it's decent. Production-wise, it's somewhat lackluster, and vocally it's challenging. You saw the thing uh, Eric said about the production of Monster. I- I'm surprised I he came it. out that soon and uh, kind of kind of threw it under the bus that way. But I agree with he's, 100%. He's yeah. not wrong at all. No, no t- totally not wrong, which is you know why I've also kind of made the suggestion of it would be great for them to take the same batch of songs and record them with Eddie Kramer and Bob Ezra and put that out as a album because that would just be insanely cool to have the same material interpreted by two different uh, producers who are both perfect for Kiss. So, you know. Side A would be what? Eddie Kramer, side B would be Bob Ezra or yeah, something like that? Yeah, something That'd like cool. that. You know? I totally agree with him on that though. I think Sonic Boom just sounds so much better than Monster does though. Yeah, and, and surprisingly, I did not like the sound of Sonic Boom when it first came out. It had it had some weird Sonic signature to it, um, but compared to Monster, you know, worlds yeah. apart. Ken, your Mon- thoughts? Monster's like the modern day hotter than hell. Like, it's got good stuff on it, but yeah, the production just isn't there. Right. Agreed. Uh, for me, like Nigel said, he was talking about, well, 2000, was, was it 2000, 2001? For him, everything after that is, I said, okay, well, for me, I think 96 uh, and going forward after 96, uh, that's kind of been extra for me. Um, I thought, you know, after the reunion, I didn't know if they were going to continue after that reunion tour. Uh, who, who knew it was going to happen, uh, that it was going to keep going and going and going. Um, so... 96 was it for me. I thought, you know, I don't know how much longer they're going to go after that, but look, we're here in 
2015, and they're still, you know, touring. So, so the other thing is, you know, I, I don't know how long, much longer it's going to last. Another couple of years, maybe. I'm thinking. Um, uh, I, me too. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling the same way about the meet and greet. Um, I haven't done a real concert meet and greet, uh, so maybe the next time. They're, they pass through here, uh, Northern California. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, fork out a little bit of extra money there for the meet and greet. Um, maybe I'll see Jillian there. We'll hang out. Yeah, I, the, the last time I did a meet and greet was uh, Rock the Nation, and that, mm. that was really fun. But back then they were actually pressing the flash. They And, and I, I think they did the acoustics to kind of take away from the FaceTime with the freaks. Um, yeah. <laughs> Come on, it, it meant less. Look at some of the videos, uh, you know, of, of uh, South America, where they actually have the fences between the fans and them doing the acoustic yeah, set. So it's, it's very impersonal. Well, the Japan one, what was it? One of them had 700. You know, back in 2004, it was a milling crowd of, what, 30 or 40 people, you know, going from one to the next and some monopolizing time with their 800 items to get signed. The one I did on Rock the Nation, there was like twelve people there. It was awesome because you were just wow. you could like literally just talk to them, and they have you could literally have like a conversation with you That's while they sign in as much stuff as you want. Not like the two things they tell you, you can bring it now. It was incredible. Yeah, and and for me, the two thousand and three one was brilliant because I, you know I had some really good time with Peter, you know, and had a, a a good chat with him, a good conversation. It was hilarious as well, um, you know. But I also had a good time with Tommy. And Gene, you know, Paul Paul didn't seem very comfortable that day, so I kind of didn't do anything more than get his autograph. Um, you know, so both of those, for me, are a damn sight better than, okay, we're going to play some acoustic songs while Gene shouts, save your voice, to Paul, yeah. you know. So while, while we put up a fence between you, and then afterwards, you know, we'll come to the fence, because that, there's nothing special about that whatsoever for, what, a thousand bucks or whatever it is they, they Yeah, they so charge. the other thing... With that, the, you know, the meet and greet. Uh, so if they come by again, I'm going to do that um, for sure. Um, the other thing is, yeah, even though they've continued on, um, I still get very excited when they're going to say they're going to do a new album uh, or something very cool is going to be released. You know, I, it throw, you know, takes me back to night, you know, the late '70s when I was, you know, heard something they were going to go on tour or a new album was coming. You know, I got very excited about it, you know. Maybe I'm not excited as I used to be, but I still, it's like, oh, you know, I can't wait to hear this, these new songs. Oh, you feel that inside of you, though. You, you, you get that, you know, it's like, you get excited, you get it the first day it's available, you know. If it's in the store, you, you go there when it opens. When it opens, <laughs> yep. 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 It's, it's, it's Psycho Circus came yeah. out, I, I skipped class in college to go buy Psycho Circus at 10 o'clock when Best Buy opened. <laughs> Yeah, so I think I did too. I and I, I had the day off from work, you know. Right. Um, I think so. Yeah, it's it's still very exciting, and I'm you know I'm glad they're they're continuing as long as they can do it, as long as they hopefully don't you know tar tarnish themselves at some point. Um, That's impossible at this point. <laughs> yeah, you know. I think. Yeah. You know, so you know, I'm a lifer. Yeah, I, I think we probably all are. So let's just take that one question and, and throw it out to each one of us. Should they do one last album before the end? Ken? Yes. Yes. I will never say no to that. 
Yeah. So, so yes, they should do one more. And I've said, uh, Amy, Eddie Kramer should produce it. That's what I say. Lonnie. I'd love to see it, but I don't see it happening. No, I mean, you're getting Gene saying maybe and Paul saying maybe not. You know, maybe they just got to, you know, have a but little. But if you do it, you got to do it right. Like, like they said, bring in Eddie Kramer or bring in Bob Ezra and do it right. But I think Paul's ego is too big to allow that to happen at this point. I think we'd get, you know, a Paul Stanley produced solo. I mean, Paul Stanley produced Kiss album again. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see another Kiss album and I'd like to see it produced by Eddie Kramer, but I don't, I don't see either one happening personally. Nigel. Uh, I'm always going to say yes. I would, even if it was, you know, like killers, if they put out a greatest hits package and recorded four more songs to throw on there, I would even be okay with that. Whatever new music they want to give us is fine. I even would love... Even less sucks if they did two songs like that. Uh, <laughs> you know what? If I listen to it once and never listen to it again, at least I know it exists. Yeah, uh, it, new music is new music. We didn't say yeah. anything about good new music or bad new music. <laughs> new music, yeah, it sounds like a Yoda thing. It simply is new music, not good or bad. But if, if they were going to do one more record, I would want them to go a little away from Sonic Boom and Monster, which was trying to recreate the 70s. I'd like them to do songs that are are uh, what they're all about now. You know, uh, So go, can, going blind, can, I'm 93 and you're 16. Yeah. Cataracts are literally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Gene doesn't have to redo God of Thunder every album. Paul doesn't have to do redo, you know, Love Gun every album. Do, like, I don't want to say like Carnival Souls, but like I will be there and uh, read my body. And uh, we are the, one. Yeah. The Elder Two. <laughs> Journey of a Thousand Years. I feel like those songs were more of them at that time versus Let's Go Back to the Seventies and try to redo Calling Doctor Love three times for this record. So Journey. if they were going to do one more, I'd want it to be more honest, more just whatever we're working on, and we're going to make it a great kiss album you've Journey just of 70 years my bones are aching <laughs> and and you just used honest and kiss in the same sentence i mean well yeah so i guess that makes no sense but so so i'm like you i'll take new music but i'd rather it not sound like samurai sun or uh, don't touch my ascot you know i i would i would rather have gene rewriting god of thunder than any of that shit um yeah. I understand what it was for, so you know, don't bite my head off, people out there. But um, I would much rather they just put an album together. I don't care if Gene's recycling stuff, and we've heard that bridge before, or we've heard that sentence in, in a in a verse. I don't give a shit. You know, he's Gene Simmons. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Paul Stanley, you know, should probably go back to some of those songs that he hasn't done. Do one more album. And, you know, Kramer, Ezrin, maybe have a, a TV show, the Kramer, Ezrin death match to who gets to produce it. Uh, <laughs> and get I, Ken I, Kelly to do the cover. Did no, 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 no. I, I don't think I'd ever want to see another Ken Kelly cover. Um, All right, well, but that's, not I, another I, monster cover either. Well, no. that, that's what I was, yeah, I mean, that was just such a disappointment. And so was Michael Dorrit's cover for Sonic Boom. Didn't work yeah. on, on any. That was just like mm. I felt Paul Stanley probably stuck his thumb in a bit too much on that Tried palette. Too hard on the Sonic. Maybe Paul should paint the, the photo. 
you get like a circle. A circle. <laughs> With a star in the middle. Kiss world. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's our that's our topic. That is the end of the end. Uh, Ken, Lonnie, Nigel, thank you for joining me today. Kiss fans, thank you for joining us. Um, check out the page on Facebook and uh, come on over to the Kiss FAQ message board and argue with us about this topic. Uh, we look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. So thank you all and see you next time. All right. Take it easy. Thanks. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the Kiss FAQ message board and discuss the topic we broadcast today. We hope to see you again. 